What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 10 After 7 podcast, 4th of July edition. This is your host, Michael Cody Stevenson. I'm coming to you live. Fireworks are blasting, beers are flowing, and the Doritos nachos are getting eaten. Yes, we have the Flynn brothers with me today. Austin Flynn played DN for Arkansas University of Arkansas Razorbacks football, cup of coffee with the Oakland Raiders, played in Japan, heard he loves sushi, and we got his brother, Shawnee Flynn, starting quarterback for the San Jose State Spartans. When was that? 06 to 08. 06-08. And we're going to come on and we're going to talk about everything to do in the sports world today. And listen up. You might hear some cuss words. You might hear a lot of bullshit. But we're going to give it to you real. It's coming at you real, coming up next. All right, Flynn Brothers, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. That's Austin, Austin to the left. You. That's Austin. I'm doing awesome, man. That's Shawnee. So here we go. Where are we going to start? NBA free agency? That's been the hot topic. I think that's yeah. a hot topic that Sean wants to talk about. Yeah. All right, Shawnee, you just said you saw a tweet. Did you see a tweet? Uh, Fox Sports Radio tweeted in an interview with Paul George about why he would stay in Oklahoma City versus going anywhere else, mainly to the Los Angeles Lakers. And I quote, If in Oklahoma City we crack a dent in the armor of Golden State, it's because I stayed here. If I were to do it in L.A., it'd be LeBron James. All right, your initial thoughts. Go off of that. Soft. Disgusting. So basically, you want the credit. You you lost to the Utah Jazz in a series that was borderline competitive. I mean, traded home wins, right? But you lost to the Utah Jazz with with three guys: Russ Hall of Famer, Carmelo go down as a Hall of Famer, Paul George, borderline Hall of Famer to me at least, right? And you go back. Carmelo's only getting older. They didn't bring any other pieces in. I mean, what what else would you think you're going to make a dent in anybody's armor? They couldn't get past the first round. Well, I don't – even if they win an OKC, that will never, ever be Paul George's team. No, never. Ever. Never. It's Russ all the way. Even the average fan, Austin, average fan, when you think of OKC, who do you think about? Oh, Russ. Russell. I Russell. Mean, exactly. I, I mean, I don't play – I mean, I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I know for damn sure Oklahoma City's Russell Westbrook. I mean, 100%. I mean, I just think it's – it's soft. Yeah. It's 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 the There's new no it's the new yeah, it's the new thing. Yeah, me, 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 you know. I, I get I get that he would stay in Oklahoma City because it would mean more. Of course. It's a small market. Everyone knows what that means to all the small markets yeah. in any sport. And if you win there, you'll literally be royalty there. But at the same time, I don't know why you wouldn't want to play with one of the greatest basketball players on planet Earth. Yeah, arguably the best ever, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean... Who has a better maybe, record next year? That's actually a good discussion. Because okay. the Lakers are kind of punting. You've seen what they do. They got LeBron James. Yep. People that say they've lost the offseason because who they're signing... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you sign crazy. LeBron James. You can't lose the offseason. No, you can't. But they're signing JaVale McGee, yep. Lance Stevenson... Those type of guys. Who has a better record next year, Oklahoma City or the Lakers? Oh, Lakers. And to me, the Lakers not even close. Really? I'm running away with it, dude. I think the Lakers will finish top three in the West. Uh, I think Houston's going to take a major step back this year. You know, I think depending on uh, how they do without – I mean, Trevor Ariza was their X factor, you know? Yeah. He's moved on. I mean, he was a huge part of the only reason they played defense. I mean, he locked down every top player from the other team, and he's gone now. I think they fall. 
you know, Lakers got a nice mix of young guys with some vets now, especially some tough vets to go with the soft rookies because Lonzo, Kuzma, soft, Ingram, passive, right? You bring in Lance, savage. Bring in JaVale, wiry off the bench, right? You bring in Rajon, savage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got a nice little mix there. Who, would you, who do you think LeBron would rather play with, Kawhi or Paul George? Because apparently Why? Paul George made that decision not knowing what LeBron was doing. Do you think LeBron in the back of his head was like, ah, I'd rather play with Kawhi Leonard anyways? I think Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say, but I mean, I think stylistically Kawhi would be better for him. He could step off on defense. Kawhi's going to guard the best player on your team. He, LeBron would have to waste zero energy on defense. Yeah. Zero. He could focus on playing, and he wants to play off the ball, so he has Lonzo and Rajon to handle the ball. Right, that was one of the biggest things in his free agency. He wanted to play yeah, and you hear during the finals, Stephen A. Smith say, "Oh, LeBron doesn't want to guard Kevin Durant, the best player." It's like, dude, LeBron is LeBron on the Cavaliers with trash around him. Dude, I honestly, this may be a hot take. I think the Cavaliers are going to finish with the worst record in the NBA this year. I don't think that's a hot take. That team's pretty bad. Yeah, they're no, horrible. Without LeBron, I mean, they're they're, they're horrible. The only reason they were at the finals was because of LeBron. One hundred percent. Austin, I'm going to throw it to you. Why on earth? Yeah. Just speaking of tail that we have in Southern California, uh, and tail that I don't know if you've been to Oklahoma. I can only imagine. Trying to get me in trouble? No, but why? Why on earth would you pick just from the land, like landscape of the cities? Why would you want to go back to Oklahoma and over Los Angeles when you're from Paul George is from Palmdale? So put sure. yourself in his shoes. Yeah, I mean, that, I think there has to be multiple factors to that. I mean, is he getting? I mean, is he getting more money in Oklahoma for saying? Or is it the same contract as he was on before? Well, he, he had to re-sign with them. So he had to re-sign with them. So he had to renegotiate. I'm not sure what the money is. The money is, so there's like up in the air about it. So I honestly, he could have made the most money with OKC. Uh-huh. He did sign like a huge deal for three years. But they said he should have signed a two-year deal because he gave him more money. Yeah. So it's kind of up in the air. I think my take was this. Is I, and I'm kind of thinking about this. And again, I I don't really fuck with basketball very much. But... I think the problem with him going to Los Angeles is there's not going to be any attention on him. I think it's oh, going to yeah, be all LeBron. I think if he stays in Oklahoma City, obviously people are going to pay attention to Russell Westbrook, but there's still going to be attention on him as well. So I think what we were talking about earlier, it has to come in with that ego factor. So I think it just, I mean, again, maybe he does like it there. I mean, you never know. I mean, it's just some people click with the people that they're with at the time and they don't want to leave that and they're they comfortable with where they're at. I mean, it just yeah, depends. I, yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Yeah. Maybe he likes Russ. Maybe, yeah, maybe and I personally, I personally respect the fuck out of his decision. Yeah. Because I like someone staying with Russ. Oh, 100%. Hands down, people can say whatever they want. Durant, yeah, he went to Golden State. That made Golden State a powerhouse, ruined the NBA. Yeah. People don't look at the other side. When he left to go to Golden State, he screwed Russell Westbrook uh-huh. out of an NBA championship. Oh, yeah. His best they chance. They pushed them to seven that yeah. year, right? Yes, they were up 3 1 yes. until Clay had a giant game for yes. 30 something points. So, and people are, oh, you know, Russell's being petty, Durant's being petty. It's like, no, you're in this to win a championship. And Durant left and left Russell Westbrook solo. Yeah. And I, I think Westbrook has every right to be mad. Because they had a chance, especially that, like leaving for the team that you just had a chance to beat. Yeah, 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 I'd be fucking petty too. That'd be bad. So my so my next question: Who needs to trade for Kawhi? Who? Because he's a free agent next year. So the whole debate is: Should the Lakers trade for him now? We all saw that Paul George wanted to be a Laker. Same thing as Kawhi. Yeah. And he ended up re-signing. Yep. 
So do they trade for him now or wait it out, taking that risk that he might jump somewhere else? Yeah, that's a tough one. The, the problem is, I mean, from what I've seen, at least the Spurs are asking for way too much because they, they don't want to send Kawhi to another opponent that they see multiple times per year. That's, that's somewhat of a rivalry, the Spurs and the Lakers. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And and they don't want they don't want to send them there, which I get. But they, I mean, they're asking for they're asking for. I think the last two report first was picks, two first Kuzma, rounds. Ingram, yeah, and there was one other in there. And Hart, if I'm if Josh I'm Hart. if I'm the Lakers, I'm I'm trying to hold on to Ingram. Me too, no Me doubt. Too. I think he has the highest ceiling. A hundred percent, I agree with that. I agree with that. I would dish Kuzma. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people I know. I mean, I've talked to some of my players uh, with my, some of my players about this, and then they think I'm crazy, but. Kuzma's Kuzma's dispensable to me. Yeah, you can find another Kuzma next year's draft. You do it right, you know. Well, and I think I actually brought this up on the last podcast. Is you could play it out or play even like half the season and see how Ingram and Kuzma play alongside LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Who's actually going to take a load off for five to ten yeah. minutes and then say, hey, you know what? That guy can be second fiddle to LeBron, and then yeah. once they get a Kawhi, he can be third fiddle. Yeah. But who's going to step up in that situation? Exactly. And you don't want Kawhi, because I think the Sixers would be foolish not to even attempt to trade. Yeah, yeah. No, the Sixers should definitely trade. You're in the Eastern Conference. Conference you're in the Eastern Conference, and you're now you're one of two teams that have a chance to make it out of the East. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are it, dude. I mean, basketball is just not my my forte. All right, let's jump to football though, because we got in a huge discussion. All right, here. football. Okay, we so I'll start with Jimmy Garoppolo was rated number ninety on the top one hundred. Week fair or not fair? Hundred hundred players. Uh, what is it? Thirty QBs. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, thirty something QBs in the league. You don't think 32, he, 32 starters. Thirty two. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you don't think he is top one hundred players? You can't say that after five games. No, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he, I mean, he turned he turned their season around because he did perform in those five games. But what is that meaning to an actual real season? Do we even know who they played? They played like I want to say they played the Titans twice. Yeah, yeah. Look, look up who they played oh, in those last five games. Because 90, 90 is still ninety of a hundred. But how many players are there in the league? Fifty three on each team. It's bizarre. Thirty two times fifty three. So Jimmy Garoppolo, number ninety people. Actually, like people are buying stock in this guy. Yeah, but also <laughs> I, mean, I actually, because I mean, Belichick's the one that wanted to hang on to this. Yeah, guy. and don't get me wrong. I mean, he performed very, very well in those last five games. But the same thing. I mean, you could look at like what Sean was saying earlier. Like Robert Griffin, he had a tremendous first year, and then what happened? He's nowhere to be found. Same thing with freaking Cap. Even though everyone talks about that political bullshit, fucking yeah. he had one good season and fucking shit the bed. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean. Did he get the right people to train him? Yes. I think it's a great coach for him, too. I think yeah. Shanahan, Shanahan, oh, if anyone's going to... Offensive yeah. guy, yeah. great play caller. Yeah. I mean, you saw what you did with the Falcons and how yeah. how they took a step back offensively the next, just even last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Even with the same exact guys. Um, I mean... But Jimmy Groff, I mean, t- 90's crazy. I mean, I get it. He's, he's on the hype train right now. People live in the moment now. But, and, you know... But, but then, how, then again, how much stock do you put in Belichick? Because we we saw the articles, we saw the rumors that Belichick and Brady butted heads. Yep. Because Garoppolo was on Brady's tail, and Belichick wanted to keep him around. Because yeah. Belichick could add five to ten more years. I told Austin, there's a there. Yeah, it's all rumors, but there's a reason to believe why there's beef going on there. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's different aspects of that with the beef going on between Brady and, and Belichick. And there's a whole thing with Brady's I mean, trainer. What the fuck's that? With what? 
He has, like, a certain trainer that all the players go to. Yeah. Uh, and going against, like, the Patriots' uh, doctors. Yeah, and it's Brady's system now, too. He's, like, bought ownership into it. And he has TB12. Oh, TB12. So all yeah, the players have to go to it? That. No, they don't have to. But the, they have been. It's funny because there's a divide right now because a lot of their elite players, Gronk, Edelman, Edelman. Brady, a lot of their elite guys don't go to the Patriots' athletic staff. They go to this guy that Tom goes to, and he does things way different. But it's put a rift in the organization because the trainers are like, well, how are we supposed to like help these guys and stuff when they're going to see someone outside and they never even come to us? Yeah. But the people that all go to them swear by them, and they're all getting results, and they're getting healed faster. It's kind of cult-like, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very, the way he though, talks about Gronk, him. Gronk went to him, right? Yeah. Did he get hurt this year? Nope. Did what he? are they taking? Hey. Edelman, cop, hey. four games. Hey, it's what it is. Hey. It's what it is. That's a whole other topic. And he's been around. Hasn't this guy been around for four years? He has been around for a while, And yes. Belichick just said you can't come back to yeah. the facilities. Oh, wow. So there's, like, a lot of things that you can look at. But I think the Garoppolo thing is so interesting. Yeah. Because now Brady, Brady goes on Oprah, like, three weeks ago and says, yeah, you know, uh, retirement's in the near future. Well, I mean, yeah, look at it. It's fucking 40. Yeah, but then Belichick is in the same boat saying, well, okay, if you're saying that, that's why I wanted to keep Garoppolo around. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just that dual side of the pressure and then the 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 fear of, you know, stopping and not playing anymore. And you guys have both told me, you guys could say it now, that you guys 100% would take Belichick over Brady. Yes. Give me, give me your reasons. Reason why is because that guy's a fucking chess player when it comes to freaking putting in people in place. We talked about it. We talked about how film is. Yeah, film is huge. Like, so I don't know if you're. I, mean, it's a, like, I don't know if you're here. Point yeah, so I, we were, I said. We I said. About film. Yeah, I said film and like because he said, you know, no one really gets the grind of football. No. Which yeah, the average average person doesn't. People and, people don't realize the aspects of how many things you need to do to prepare for a game. Yeah. People just think it's like you go to practice, you get ready for you it. Fuck Tarzan, hear the door ringing. You you uh. We're on a podcast right now, dude. You uh. People don't realize the aspect of what you actually need to do to prepare for a game. I mean, a lot of people along those lines that like that have played football, they know obviously. You go to practice, you get prepared for that. You go to meetings, you break down the film with that what they run, everything along those lines. And, um, I mean, I think film is a big, big aspect of that game. No, we saw it. I'll tell Sean. Sean, you've probably seen this. NFL Network, uh, they, they had the Belichick documentary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls Malcolm Butler aside during a practice before the Super Bowl and says, hey, you need to crash this slant when Ricardo Lockett Super Bowl. Yep. When uh, Russell, Russell Wilson threw yep. the pick to Malcolm yep. Butler. Literally pulls Butler aside in the practice a week before and says, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And what happens last play of the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, film study... I, like, Brady's not breaking that down. No, he's not. Brady has the not. ball last two minutes. But with that said, Brady is breaking down the defense. Yes, you know what I'm is. saying? It's a yeah, different yeah, side yeah. of it, and maybe not to the extent that Bill is, but that's Bill's job. He's the head coach. Brady only breaks down the defense. You know what I mean? He doesn't give a shit what their offense do you, does. Do you know how much uh, offense Bill has anything to do with? Uh, like from what I know, from what I know, he has quite a bit. Like, he yeah. knows everything they're running. You know what I mean? He's just a more defensive-minded guy. But him, I mean, their staff's unbelievable too, you know? Matt Patricia, I mean, now he's gone. But Matt Patricia, I mean, Josh McDaniels is, I mean, he's special. When he made Tebow, call Tebow plays. playoff made, game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, they know what they're doing. And it, to me, going back to the Belichick versus Brady thing, it, I don't even think you can 
take one or the other because I don't think Belichick is Belichick without Brady, mm-hmm. and I don't think Brady is Brady without Belichick, right? Yeah. It's just the perfect pair. It's just they came together. You That's what we were saying earlier, time. Cody. It's like if they don't have one or the other, they're never going to see that again. I mean, I mean, it's kind of this You too. guys said, like, you guys about said, this. Is Phil Jackson really that great of a coach? He had Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yep. It's very true. How but I, but I think I think Belichick has some things to say when he didn't have Brady. I know you said, oh, he didn't get the Super Bowl, but he still won 11 Yeah, but would we be Castle. talking about him as the same football guru genius if he hadn't won those Super Bowls? No. No. Right? 100%. So he could have had success. That's yeah, great. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but would we be would he be in the discussion as one of the greatest of all time? Yeah. So I mean, I told Austin I, I've hated Brady for years, but I can respect the fuck out of what he does. player to ever play. Yeah, I mean, we've had this discussion. I said Rodgers, <laughs> but here's here's the thing that I'm actually super interested about. So the NFL, for years, they've made a huge statement. They have a schedule release mm-hmm. and all that. They think their sport is year-round. Yeah. 12-month sport. Where is it this year? For football. Yeah. You haven't heard a peep. Because there's no, there's no bullshit going on with Brady. <laughs> That's true. Because, yeah, Deflategate, Deflategate yeah. took over a year of information. For, like, for in two years, and they would still talk about it, even though it was done with, and they would, he already dealt with his eight-game suspension. There's that, but there's I, they they took pride in it, though. They yeah. have the schedule release, and right now they're getting owned by the NBA. Yeah. And the only things you see coming out are the Jameis Winston Guys, a scumbag. I'll say that. Right I just now. don't think. I just don't think there's not. A, I mean, I, the weird thing. The Any publicity, kind of, first of all, that comes out about the NFL is, is negative. negative. Always, yeah, negative. Yeah. yeah. So, so you I think they're I looking think, back and saying, "Let's not, let's not be a 12 month sport because everything's negative that comes yeah. out." I think the. I think the only time people start to realize that the NFL is a 12 month sport is when negative shit comes out. Like the freaking Tom Brady situation, and I mean whatever else behind that, like Ray Rice and all that other crap along those lines, where people are getting in trouble and deep shit. Then it's like a year-round thing because ESPN makes it a year-round thing. All they will talk about is that situation for fucking the whole entire time until the season actually starts. But the NFL, I think, took took actual pride in being a twelve-month sport. Don't you think? Yeah. No. I mean, they yeah. wanted to be. Good God. Absolutely disgusting. Just absolutely grotesque. <laughs> yes. Dylan Stevenson is moved through a glass. We just saw Dylan's, Dylan Stevenson's penis in his one inch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's... my God. So, so do, you think, do you think the NBA surpassed them? The NFL? Yeah. No, I don't. During the offseason? No. Or just, off season just in general? No. 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 Popularity? No. 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 I mean... It's just hard because people, I mean, let's think about it. People like, the majority of people, I won't say all people, but the majority of people like contact. They like violence. They like things that they can't do necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. And where NBA, I could go shoot a hoop right now. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. They are talented beyond anyone's, unless you've seen an NBA guy in person, like, regularly, you have no idea how good they are. Oh, they're unbelievable. It's, un- they I, don't, I, they, if you watch a guy in the gym, Outside of the arena, they don't miss. No, I watch. I watch. I literally brought this. And this is funny how you brought this up. So people have brought up the Lakers, how they're uh, draft or signing non-shooters. Yeah. NBA like four years ago had a horse competition during All Star Weekend. Yep, I remember. And it was Rajon Rondo versus Kevin Durant, and Rondo, no joke, shot for shot, Kevin Durant were making three pointers, and Rondo's known as not a shooter at all. And shot for shot, they went at it, and TNT had to cut it off because the game would never end. Charles Barkley was just like, oh, my God, make this. And it was boom, boom, boom. They are like, all right, 
TNT, we gotta go. We gotta we gotta go to the rookie sophomore game. Yeah. And that's how fucking good they are. It's unbelievable. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't think I don't think football's been passed. I mean, maybe the NBA is gaining some traction. It's gaining some speed, especially. I mean, we live in the moment, right? Right now, the NBA is hot. LeBron to LA, DeMarcus to Golden State, right? Paul George stays. What's Kawhi going to do? All the stories right now are it's NBA, NBA, NBA. But it's just, yeah, it's just a cycle. Well, right? free agent. It's movements. a cycle. Yeah. Wait till August and talk to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hard knocks comes it, out. Hard knocks comes out. College to, football yeah. starting. Well, would you guys like the free agency movement in the NFL? Or no? Uh, I mean, is it not there? It's not. Like, think about if I mean, Brady, like, if Brady like, and them could opt out of a contract in like three years. And Brady can come play but for, I, you say, the Rams or shit. But like I think just, it's a different story when it comes to the NBA, because the NBA, it's a big spectrum with just only five players on the team than 11. No, yeah, that's I mean, totally I think, true. I think you staying on a team like Tom Brady, I mean, why would he want to opt out of this contract when he's fucking killing it at New England, and he doesn't yeah. need to change it? But, but just saying, like, how do you think the NBA or NFL would play if you could do that, if you could bounce around? If you could bounce around. I mean, I think it would just... Would it make the NFL worse? I no, I don't think it'd make it. I don't think it would make it worse. I think it would be because I because obviously the NBA is getting out of control. Well, that's actually, why I think people yeah, are like, that's what I said damn, like, the no NBA. You can pre- yeah, you can predict who's going, yeah. and it's because a guy like Demarcus Cousins can sign a contract for five point three million dollars. Veterans minimum. Like Odell Beckham, that's Odell Beckham going to the Patriots right now to play with Tom Brady. Yeah, saying, "Yep, I'll go here for one year." Yeah, I mean, I just think. But also, that doesn't make a difference either. Quarterback receiver combination, because you got 11 people offense. Yeah, exactly. It just takes it's so much insane, more for yeah. everything to work. Yeah. Right? You don't I, have a left tackle, you're fucked. You're yeah. fucked. 100%. I think that's what, and that's what I'm saying. That's why like, the trade, The trade be. aspect of NFL to NBA is a lot different. I mean, I don't think it makes a lot of sense for the NFL to even be able to do that. Even if they did, it would just be a, kind of a weird thing, because I feel like we've had seen, we have seen certain situations like that before, and it's not what you think. Like, honestly, like, I'll throw this out there right now. I don't think the Rams will be good. That's what I was just about to bring up because the Rams are, like, picking up Akeem Tlaib, yeah. Marcus I think, Peters. I think there's going to be too much ego on that defense because you got to think about it. They brought Sue over. He's a fucking hothead. Yeah. They brought Aleeb over. He's a fucking hothead. Peters, hothead. And, I mean, you, those just don't clash together. So, I mean, I, hope, I mean, that'd be sick if they're good. That'd be, hey, more power to you, but I think it's not going to be a good combination. I don't think that he- younger of a head coach is going to be able to control that. He's a great coach. He, he is, is a great, great coach. coach. For He's offense, coach. not defense. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think offensively they're going to step back. The Rams just stay on this topic. I think Goff is going to go through somewhat of a slump this year. I don't count his rookie year with Jeff Fisher, the worst coach in NFL history, as a rookie year. I mean, I literally think Jeff Fisher is the trashest coach ever. He ruined Vince Young's career. I mean, he's just trashed. The only... He's I mean, been to a Super Bowl, though. You can't say he that. He has a losing record overall. Like, no, I know, close. But, but he went to a Super Bowl, so we yeah, can't Did you watch him on Hard Knocks? No, yeah. I think Would you want to play with him? No, 100%. Exactly. I mean, I, I love that you're saying he's the worst coach ever because I, I love to talk shit on Jeff Fisher, he's too. Tra- but he somehow got to a Super Bowl he did. with the damn Titans. He did, he did. There's he did. way worse, like uh, Gus Bradley. Yeah. There's some guys that are just coordinators. Yeah, of course. Of course. I don't think Fisher's any of them. No, he's <laughs> absolutely not. But... I mean, I think I think Goff will take a little step back just because they're going to have tendencies on McVay's calling now and the stuff that they like to do, right? Um, the addition of Brandon Cooks is big for them. You know what I mean? I think defensively, I, I, I 
slightly disagree with Austin in the fact that, like, I get that they're hotheads, but they're going to be so good on both ends. I mean, their pass rush is going to well, be that pass rush is ridiculous. Be, and I'm those guys are only going to have to cover for 2.3 seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just talking about the ego standpoint. Yeah, no, for sure. The ego yeah. standpoint, but, like, obviously their control. defensive line is going to be scary. But we've seen Wade Phillips do it in Denver. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's the Von thing. Miller, their D.C. has Marshall. been around forever. He's yeah. dealt with every personality known to man. Well, and this is why the NFL's so great compared to the NBA because we saw last year no one on planet Earth, like no one before the season was like, you know what? The Eagles are going to win the fucking yeah. Super Bowl. Or Jacksonville is going to make a Watch run. Watch this shit. So there's teams coming out of nowhere, and I think that's what people like. That's why NFL will always be. All right, let me ask you this. Brown's record this season. What's the over under at? Dylan said five. Not, right? I mean, I just want well, your five. Opinion. I can check it right now. I don't. I don't want the over under. I want. I just want Cody's general. Cody's off the top. Yeah, off the top, and then yeah. I will tell you after. Uh, wins versus losses. Just, just, win, just with a record. Just how many wins are they going to have? Yeah, how many wins? I mean, obviously they're going to have yeah. opposite and, lo- and losses, right? Uh, Let's just say this over over under five. I say they go at least six and ten. Six and ten. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. So, you think so but you, because you already told me, also already told me that uh, Tyrod starts yeah. over Baker. I think, I think I think he, I think if anything, he will start the first couple games, and if he fucks up, they're going to get Baker. Mayfield. I think that's the right way to go with any of those. Yeah, situations. I feel like that happens regardless. Veteran starts, rookie takes over. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. With you think so Hugh Jackson's a good coach? Me, who? Hugh Jackson. You think he's a good head coach? You think he's a good head coach because he mean, has one win in two years. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, he wor- he walked into the worst situation you could ever walk into. You know what I mean? And just and we've seen him as an offense coordinator, great. Great coordinator, yeah. right? So it's different. Head coach and being a coordinator is completely different. Uh, I think this year will tell a lot. They did good in the draft to me. Um, I might have done things a little bit differently, but... With the corner? Drafted corner at four? Yeah, I mean, I would have taken... I think Baker still would have been there at four. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I don't think Baker would have got picked by anyone else before that. Maybe they knew something I don't. You know what I mean. They they have a lot more information than I do. But I think they could have taken Saquon at one, and then took Baker at four. Which, I mean, you talk about explosive. Yeah, you just yeah. got that much better, right? So, yeah. so yeah, I say six to ten. You go now, awesome. Six to ten. Yeah, I mean that's a good pick. You know, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they're gonna go. Uh, you're gonna go over me seven and nine? Maybe. Hey. No, God, it's so bad. It, just because they've been so bad for the past couple of years. But you got to think about it. They have some pretty fucking sick wide receivers now. They do. Um, they can make plays. I just don't know about their defense. Um, defense is good. Who's defense? Browns. Browns? They, no, got, they got good. athletes. They're so with good. a good defense, I'm gonna give them at least the benefit of a doubt. I'm I'm being generous right now. Eight and eight for the Browns. Oh, I think they're I think they're gonna surprise some people. Because you got to think about it. Tyrod. I would love to rip the win. But you got to think about it. Tyrod over at the Bills, what, were the, what was their record? They made it to the playoffs? In a tough division. Very exactly. tough That's division. True. That's a exactly. good point. Patriots. Sean, what do you think? So, in Vegas, they have the Browns going five over under five and a half. Ooh. So, six is a good call, right? Yeah. So, you obviously think it's going over. Um, what was the question? What's record. the record? I did six yeah, and ten. Austin no. did eight and eight. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say six and ten with Cody. I don't think they'll win more than I'm that. giving a very generous, generous uh, one count. They play That's not generous. Eight and eight. Well, how do you think you they're fucking last year? How do you think their division? That's is? eight wins better. Did they win a game last year? No, right. But you got to think about no, the star power that came over there. Laundry. Landry, That's eight wins from zero. You never know. Well, they, they, I mean, their division's not that great. What about no, Jackson? Bengals. Baltimore, Baltimore dropping. 
Pittsburgh, who I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but who knows? Ben's a year older. He didn't look too hot in the playoffs against Jacksonville. Yeah. So, you know, you know so the next him and, is, him and Antonio Brown go at it all the time. Yep. So the next question is this: Who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl next year? Ooh, we're already doing this in July. Yeah. <laughs> July. Let's go. Predictions. Uh, dude, I don't do my predictions in July. How about we do this? How about? No, no, no. Let's just talk about the rookies. Okay, go ahead. Because I like that. Because here's one in the same division. Yeah. Who has a better year, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Ooh, dude, I've heard reports uh, about Lamar balling in Baltimore so really? far. I, mean, I, I think he's got to wait for a Flacco injury. Obviously, Flacco yeah. won a Super Bowl, so you know. I mean, know. obviously, I think the thing is, is I think Baker Mayfield will see this field sooner than Lamar Jackson, probably, just yeah. because yeah. Joe Flacco has that experience and he's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. but I mean, so I think this year. Realistically, unless something like ridiculous happens, I think Baker Mayfield will have a better year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just yeah, think I just think Lamar won't get enough time to make a name yeah, really yet. And I hate what they're I saying. Think, I, I think, think he'll be a spot player this year. You know what I mean? And he'll do some crazy stuff. You know, but Baker's going to get more time than he is, and give more of a chance to. What are other NFL discussions? We know the Browns are on hard knocks. So what do you think? So what do you what do you think with? about the the drug policy? Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, and I think it's just and you you ruined it. <laughs> yeah, the podcast didn't go through. This is the second time we're gonna talk for forty minutes about the same shit. <laughs> I think marijuana. They should just they. Be, I think they're starting to go that way because you haven't seen a lot of marijuana busts no, or anything you like that. But for like I said, with performance enhancing drugs, you can go either way. It's a contact sport. Do you think it should be a, level, you, you, you should be a, a, yeah, a tier tier level? Yeah. So, like, so uh, Sean, what you oh. you mentioned probably the smartest thing I've ever heard, which UFC, which we'll get into last to end the podcast. So yeah. Say what you think the NFL should. Be. Yeah, I just think with with performance enhancing dr- uh, drugs that there should be, they should be allowed because. I mean, you can't put your body through that kind of stress week after week after week. I mean, you only get so many days to recover. So I think that I think it's more of a safety issue for them not to let them take stuff that helps them recover faster. So what I, my my thing is, I think that they should be able to play on a certain level. They should have to get their blood tested, right? Just like the UFC implemented yeah. with the testosterone replacement treatment to keep to keep up, but up to a certain point. You can't just be out of this world, Iron Man on testosterone, steroids, everything, right? But if it's to help recovery and you're still in a norm, right? You could be on the high end of the spectrum, but you're still under whatever the units are, right? Um, I think they can do it like a like a certain day because think about it. You play on Sunday, yeah. So they could allow the up to. Yeah. Well, Try. the problem with that is they would have to let them do it throughout the season. Throughout right. the season, yeah. you, can't you, you can't do it days. once you and, do it and expect it to work. Yeah. And like the funny thing is, like even like I've talked to several physical therapists, and they even agree that you should be able to take like some type of st- a testosterone along those lines if you do play like that high of a physical like with contact sport just because of your body. Like, and they and when they when they talk about it, they're not saying like like Sean was saying they don't. Not like make yourself into like Iron Man, where you're just a bodybuilder and you're yeah. just freaking ridiculously huge. It's just more for like recovery and like your body to heal. Because yeah, and I was on the other spectrum. I said, the more these guys are taking, the harder the hits will be, the bigger yeah. they get. But if you do it that way, everyone knows it's fair game. Yeah, everyone can start taking. Yes, it. doesn't matter how small well, you are. Well, it's because it's the same amount of dosage that everyone's getting. It's the same field. You know, it's just yeah. Well, and in, in the end, I mean. They'll be bigger, faster, stronger, hit harder, right? But you'll also be recovering faster. The injuries, a lot of the injuries don't come to a win the back half of the season, right? They're tired. 16 weeks is a long time. So do you think they should be able to take the 
the testosterone or pe the peds, let's just say that, um, on the half end of the season or the full season? No, I'd let them take it throughout the full season. No, I mean, I think you have to take it the full season because you figure preseason adds into it, right? It's four more four games. More or, so you know what I mean? So if you're at 20 games, you make the playoffs, you're going 22, 20, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just from a strictly recovery standpoint. Like I said, I don't want to watch some dudes that are just freaking bodybuilders out there running around looking unathletic. Boss, you know what I mean? Bossworth. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Man. But Cody's favorite. at the same time, Bossworth. when you're tired and yeah. fatigued, I mean, obviously injuries are going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you need that recovery. A week isn't long enough for you to recover from a football game. Yeah. So and with the with linemen and shit, like those guys get their ass. Oh, right. they get so let me just say this. No one knows. So, no one even brings so up be, the back Besides the drug aspect, happen. what do you think, Sean and Cody, about players getting in trouble like uh, Winston just did? Do you think they should get suspended longer for that? Do you think they should get yes, treated differently? I, I think the NFL are idiots. Yep. Roger Goodell, it all started with the Ray Rice, then it went to the Greg Hardy, yep. and I think still to this day. They give Winston, what, three games? The guy came out of college with a sexual assault on his record. Yeah. That's a red flag right there. He gets drafted number one overall, and now this comes up, and you're going to give him three games? Yeah. It's a second offense. Yeah. So, I don't care what so, even happened legally with that first one. They have to look at it, and I don't care. They're always a face of a franchise. He's still a huge face in the NFL. This is the same guy that went to an elementary school and told girls to keep quiet. This guy's an absolute fucking jackass. Yeah. I think he should be suspended for a year, and so, especially him. So now this comes back to my thing about the drug testing. Julian Edelman, he just got suspended for four games. Yeah, for, more than fucking. And then James yeah. Winston. So how do you think that's fair compared to both? I think the NFL is stupid. We've said yeah. it. They're just not consistent. Exactly. They don't know That's what the they're doing. That's the biggest thing. You yeah. hit it right on the head. There's no consistency in their suspensions. It's kind of like, well, I don't know, three games. Yeah. Ah, all right. Well, don't bother me with this. Four games, right? And then, and then, because to me, sexual assault is a way bigger crime yeah. than using performance enhancing drugs to come back from an injury. Yeah. Let's not forget, Julian Edelman's coming off of an injury, yeah. and that's the only reason he's never been busted before, right? Yeah. Exactly. So it was literally to to come back from an injury faster. I mean, and I like, think I think the 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 problem. I mean, not the problem, but I think the people that get in trouble for those things that Winston did, Hardy did, and everything along those lines. I honestly think that. I mean. I think they should not be in the fucking league. Really, and and there's so many good fucking athletes out there that don't. You could do fucking, without of them. Yeah, well, you could do without those. That's guys. what I'm trying to say. I'm saying the fucking the reality of this is it is this is the people that get in trouble for this type of shit. They shouldn't be in the NFL because the thing is, is there's fucking people outside of the NFL that should be playing right now that are probably better. Yeah. That they just didn't get the knowledge or the fucking the the the. Um, what do you want to call it? Fucking just a chance yeah. to prove themselves like these people did. Obviously, you know, James Winston, he went to Florida State, all that bullshit. But you're going to give a guy a second chance after he did fucking two, I mean, I'll say horrible things, but fucking wrong things in college and in the NFL, and you're only going to suspend him three games. And the NFL, like, if they lose these guys, big fucking deal. You still have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, well, Todd Gurley. Well, yes. Like, they're trying to make it out like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott has so much fucking talent. Hey, you might have talent, but be a decent fucking human being and get yeah. the fuck out of here. Well, this isn't saying. Canadian football. They don't need Elliott no. to be the running back of the Dallas no. Cowboys. No, they don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think. No, I that's agree with you. Get him out of the league. That's what blows my mind. It's just you get these fucking people that are not even all stars. They're not fucking Tom Brady's. They're not people that are fucking Aaron Rodgers, and they're making mistakes that are fucking major mistakes. And 
they get these second chances and they think they're not going to do them again, then you see, realize that they're going to do it again. And why in the NFL do does all like why is it always a legal thing? Always. That's why yeah. that's why the NFL gets so much publicity for years because the Tom Brady thing went to uh, court, court or yeah, yeah court. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott lasted forever, ever. Yeah, and we have to hear about it for yeah. twelve months. So my thing is this: is why is it so hard? And I already know. I already know the answer. But why is it so hard for these dumb fucks to not get in trouble when they're getting paid fucking millions of dollars? Why can't they just fucking act right? Call an Uber. Fucking not get fucking busted for fucking drugs. Dude. Not go fucking molest women. Yeah. Freaking not hit women. Think about why? it. They, their whole lives, they've been better than everybody else. Yeah. Most of these guys have been, since the time they touched a football, were better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you go to colleges and, like, let's not get it twisted. The whole Jameis Crabley thing, that for sure, I guarantee the players went in there and grabbed, grabbed stuff all the time. Yeah. And the new worker just didn't know. That, that wasn't a steal. Uh, yeah. I guarantee that was a Florida State special. Yeah. Right? I agree. And, and, and you get yeah. used to just being able, like, whatever, I'm good. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Right? I don't care. I'm yeah, good. They're superior. To I'm good. Yeah, you're you're, you're literally a, a superior person in, in that aspect. Yeah. And then you start to believe it, right? And then someone tells you no for the first time, whether it's a girl, whether it's a guy, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you're hit, like, what? Yeah. You told me no? And that goes to the NFL you told saying, me no? that goes to the NFL saying, here, Jameis, you know what? You're suspended for only three yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to suspend you for the year. We're going to suspend you for three, three games. So they yeah. enable it. Yeah. More and That's more what I'm more. saying. Exactly. So they so just they have these guys on fucking pedestals down. instead of fucking actually disciplining them. All right, yeah. last thing we talk about. Five minutes. That was a great conversation. Because I love talking shit on, I love talking shit on Jameis Winston. So Fuck we got fights guy. this weekend. Big UFC. UFC. Of the year, baby. We got Shawnee right here. Big big UFC better. I always text someone I'm about to bet <laughs> UFC. Uh, Austin, you're a big uh, – you're not a big DC fan. So we got we got Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. Yes. Did I pronounce that right? Stipe Miocic. That's the big Stipe. one, right? That's the is that headliner? That's a headliner. Main event. So who we got? Champion versus champion. I'll say my, my piece first. I think Daniel Cormier deserves it. It says – Big fight coming up because every single time he fights John Jones, he gets his ass kicked. Then it comes out that John Jones was on PEDs. So Daniel Cormier, allegedly. I feel like alleged- allegedly, uh, <laughs> yeah, he took boner pills. But so Daniel Cormier has never really got his moment, and this would be the effing moment if he goes and beats Stipe. That's why I want DC. So you're asking who's gonna win? Yeah, who do you want? Uh, who do I want? And fighting, I love well, fighting. Just- so like when fighting, you. Immediately can pick a side to the first thirty seconds of the fight. Oh yeah, oh, of course. I mean, I think it's just with that fight, it's just difficult, just because I'm I'm not a huge fan of either. I mean, I think they're both great fighters. I think they're. I, let me just say this: if there was never a John Jones, DC would be the best light heavyweight champion to ever live. I think me and Sean's talked about this multiple times. Um, I think the only problem DC might have. Uh, against Stipe is just the height advantage and the range but then at the same time I can't say that just because DC is so fucking good at wrestling he can just take you down anytime he wants so I don't know I think it's going to be a pretty even fight I, I mean and the, I mean, obviously DC has showed how tough he is too he can take shots I mean obviously last time he fought John Jones he got knocked out but uh, <laughs> that's so fucked up because yeah. that was shady so I was rooting for him then he takes a leg to the face <laughs> And Stipe's a good uh, guy, too, though. They're both guy. good guys. Yeah, they're both good guys. guys. I mean, I just think it's going to be I think it's gonna be a good fight, but I think they're going to respect each other because they know how good each other are. Yeah. 
Um, so. I think, uh, you know, just to piggyback on what Austin said a little bit, I mean, I would go as far as Austin said the greatest light heavyweight. I think if you take John Jones out of the equation, Daniel's the best fighter to ever live. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he beats everybody else, right? He's never lost, never even really been in a close fight other than with Gustafson, right, which he still won. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only guy that's beat him is John twice, and to me, John's the best fighter to ever live. So if you take John out of the equation, I don't see who beats him, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that if he beats Stipe, that just strengthens that argument yeah. even more, obviously, right? Now, with that said, I think Stipe is the best UFC heavyweight of all time. Yeah. I mean, he's beaten everybody. He was supposed to die against Francis, and he destroyed him. Yeah, just, that was, that was an overhyped by the UFC. Oh, super overhyped. But yeah. the people bought it, right? Yeah. They bought it. And, and Stipe ran through him like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do think Stipe is going to give Daniel some problems. Daniel's only chance is if he can mix up his striking and his wrestling. Because I don't think Stipe is going to be scared of Daniel's power. No, I think he'll either. walk forward. He'll try to walk him down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know I think, what I mean? And I he's going to have to mix in his wrestling really well. And Stipe's a D1 wrestler. Yeah, but right? a sports moment. I think sports fans, average sports fans, probably won't watch this because UFC is still growing. Yeah. But I think the moment UFC, uh, Daniel Cormier wins, first of all, I think he probably retires, right? You'd think, yeah. He, I mean, like he said he's moment, retiring in March no matter what. Yeah. That mm-hmm. moment of him, like, beating Stipe, like, biggest fight. And I still think he's in the back of his head. He's gonna be like, "Damn, I want to fight John." Again. Of course get, he is. Get my ass kicked. Yeah. They're but, still going out on Twitter. Yeah, still. But that that will be a moment. That's a sports moment if 100%. DC beats Stipe. Hundred percent. So you think you think Stipe? You're going Stipe? Um. Well, I bet on Daniel. Better money. Better, better yeah. money. So you think Stipe? I bet on Daniel. I think. I think. Dude, I honestly think it's a toss up. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think it's gonna go all five. But that way, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a stoppage. Yeah, I think it'll go five rounds. That's great. I love I love five rounds. Me too, especially so if it's like So let me ask you this. Derek Lewis versus Frank. No, Francis. Oh, sorry, Francis. Who's uh, No, no, not even who's winning. Who's getting knocked out first? Uh, I'm a Lewis guy because I watched him fight one time, and I knew he broke a rib. And at the end, when they asked him about it, he's like, nah, I just had to take Dude, a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that he's is classic, great. Dude, best Instagram. Best yeah. UFC fighter dude, Instagram. Instagram's hilarious. That's awesome. one of the greatest so great. things. When you ever break a rib, just say you have to take a shit, and yeah. that's why it looks like you're in pain. So I'm going Derek Lewis. But who we got in Ortega Holloway? Dude, that's the one, the oh, hometown yeah. boy. I is think that, is that the under... Uh, that's the co-main. Yeah. Co-main. I think... Uh, I don't know. I think... He, see, that goes back to me with saying the range. I think Brian Ortega is just so long. Ortega, every fight I've seen of Ortega... He's yeah, he's the hometown guy, but he's a he literally waits till the last fucking yeah. round. Yeah. Oh yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah, he looks like he's getting his ass kicked the whole well, time. Well, it's not even that, it's just literally if you make one mistake with Brian Ortega, you're getting choked out. Yeah. Like it is oh, yeah. that simple. One mistake. So oh, yeah. he's just patient. He's not in a rush. He knows if you make the mistake, he's gonna grab your neck and he's not letting go. However, I think Holloway is a different animal. Yeah, I think Holloway, Holloway, I think Holloway is. A I think Holloway, Holloway's gonna be able to keep him away, and I think Holloway's gonna pick him apart on the field. Yeah, I think Holloway's gonna win. So if you're making bets, you got it here. But the greatest fighters are making a third round, fighting for the third time. Tito, Chuck, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest, <laughs> ri- the, great, up, the greatest rivalry ever. I only, I always rooted for Tito in those rivalries because I love a shit talker. But idiot. I love Chuck too. I sat in front of him at a Dodger game, had a black eye completely, <laughs> took off my shirt, signed my shirt. Cool as fuck. I love both of them. Love but it. I hate seeing forty-five-year-olds fight. Um, if that fight happens, Chuck, has baby. it been? Has it been? Yeah, like, they signed a contract. I know. Really? Say Tito. Tito is going to beat the <laughs> fucking shit out I'm of him. I'm saying Chuck. 
Chuck the has, beer belly Chuck is Chuck awesome. has literally zero chance to win that fight. I'm going to bet over two hundred dollars on that fight. The only yes. reason I'm saying fucking Chuck is because I love his fucking fighting stance. It's so oh, wide, and he just fucking and who, who can't fight for a guy, who can't root for a guy with a beer belly? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm getting. It. Trust me, I want Chuck to win. I like Chuck. Okay, Tito's gonna beat the shit out of him. Tito's been active. He's been fighting top fighters still. Chuck's chin is made of glass. Yeah, he, I watched a video of him hitting mitts the other day. Yeah, I'm I think he got sure. knocked out on Dancing with the Stars. I'm, he might have. I'm pretty, <laughs> he got knocked out on Dancing with the Stars. I'm pretty sure I have faster hands than him now. I mean, I watched a video of him hitting the pads the other day, and it literally looked like it was not pretty. It was not pretty. Hey, don't talk shit about Chuck. I'm right? not talking shit, bro. I'm being so honest. So, Cody, I'm going to ask you that. She doesn't beat the shit out of We got one, one minute. We got one minute. One minute? Yeah. Jesus. I don't want to lose this one. So, let me just say this. If you could bring one fighter back to fight one more fight, who would it be? Uh... So Tito and Chuck was my favorite, but there's nothing like Tito for Shamrock. <laughs> I love it. Dude, digging the grave after beating him, giving the fingers. Yes. I, those are like the glory days of UFC. So yeah. you think Conor McGregor will come back? Or let's just bring back Pride. One of the greatest knockouts I've ever seen is Wanderlei to fucking uh, Rampage. Oh, knee, or the Rampage. Knee to the head. Or the Rampage Slam on the Ricardo Rona. Oh, I've seen that or one, about when Fedor was just a beast and just beat the shit out of everybody. When he was juicing? Yeah, yeah juicing. How's Fedor mind. doing now? Not too when good. When he came to America and got drug tested. <laughs> yeah, he said, nope. I'm buried. Yeah. All right. That we have it. The Flynn Brothers, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Love it. We'll Anytime. do it again. Anytime. Anytime. Flynn Brother Podcast.